This is the Podcast Inc. production. Booyah! This is the moment podcasting fans listening around the world have been waiting for. Coming to you not so live from a listening device of your choice. It's time! Podcasting out of this corner, a mixed martial talker, holding no professional record. He stands at six feet one and one half inches tall, weighing in at whatever he feels like, hailing out of Toronto, Ontario, Canada, presenting the sometimes angry, always funny, Self-proclaimed podcasting champion of the world, Steve Fingerstyles! So, welcome to another rendition of the podcast. I am here once again, always again, and brought to you by poppyapparel.com. If you are a woman listener this week and you want to buy something nice online... It's your lucky day because Poppy Apparel is an all-women's clothing store and apparel store. And if you do buy something off there, it is free shipping worldwide. And you'll get 10% off if you use the promo code THEPODCAST with a capital D. If you want to keep supporting me as well, go to wehavemerch.com and buy yourself a nice mug or a women's tea or a men's tea. And obviously, you can listen to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, SoundCloud. And go to podbros.com. I'm a part of their network. Listen to my show there along with a bunch of other shows. And if you shop at Amazon while you're on Pod Bros, click on the Amazon banner. It takes you two seconds, free of charge. Helps them out, which helps me out. And every Sunday afternoon, you could listen to the podcast as well on EMZT Radio. They have a podcast block in between the times of about, I don't know, one and five or six. I'm usually on around three or four. So check me out there. Now, this week, I went back into my bag of tricks and got a comedian to join us, I guess, well, not us, just me, because it's just me here, but for your listening pleasure. So she is a fellow Canadian and very talented and funny Ainsley McPhail. Hello. Look at you plugging the sponsors. I have you're to. You're killing it. You're <laughs> killing it. Get me some merch, buddy. <laughs> hey, you're always welcome to join a board. Yes. I want a mug. I want a mug. You got to send me one, man. Well, that's the thing. You have to, well, nowadays it's all about sponsorships and selling your own shit, so to speak, right? That's the thing. I, I moved to a smaller t- town, like a medium sized town. Okay. And I want to go to like, a, I know it sounds icky, but I want to go to a mom and pa shop and like build up my Instagram and be like, I don't want to pay for clothes. Like, <laughs> can you sponsor me, please? It's <laughs> poor comedian. <laughs> well, and that's the thing too, because I find it hard because you sort of have to, so, uh, sorry to say, whore yourself out and make yourself look good and like beg almost to get sponsors. And that's very hard for me no. to do. 
And I, I, I'm not that type of person. Like once I guess good money starts rolling in, I could probably hire someone, so to speak, to do that for me because then I won't feel as bad. But I don't know. It's very hard for me, I find. People, thing is, people do it and it's actually their job. Mm-hmm. Like I've been to, I'm, I have a pretty big social media background, like in terms of like work okay. and it's, it's, it's literally people's job to wear a clothing brand and put it on Instagram because they have a lot of followers. It's nuts. And then you'd be like, what's your secret? And then you're like, oh wait, you're handsome. Like <laughs> <laughs> that's the secret or like you're half naked. <laughs> You know what? It's true. And I'm not either of those things. So I don't have it yet. But maybe my jokes can get me sponsored one day. Well, that's what I was just going to say. You are funny. So you have at least one of the things to offer on social media. Um. Yeah, I guess. I don't really do like... I should. Like some people like try and work out jokes on right. Twitter and stuff. Yeah, I don't exactly. really do that. Oh, okay. um, But I mean, I probably should. <laughs> Why not? That's what I find talking to comedians over the past summer was that they use pretty much Twitter as their platform to either try new shit or throw away garbage that they thought wasn't good. I will. I'll get on it. Um, my, I'm also a television personality person lady as well. Okay. Look at that. Word nice. choice. And um, <laughs> obviously everything reflects on the employer. So it's kind of like right. I have to watch what I say, what I do. Yeah, um, yeah. And especially in smaller communities too, right? I, you want to like look reputable and knowledgeable and all that fun stuff. So if I post like something about a dick joke and then someone sees me talking about the pipeline two days later, right. probably not a good idea. <laughs> well, actually, but, you know, I'll, I'll eventually get there. Well, I guess a dick joke and a pipeline sort of goes hand in hand, no? If you think about it. <laughs> you have good dick jokes? <laughs> That's the only jokes I have, sorry. <laughs> Those are the only ones, yeah. Shocker. <laughs> isn't it? Isn't it? <laughs> Look, buddy, I don't know your life. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, you don't want to know. Anyways, uh, so I said you're a fellow Canadian. You were born and raised in Kitchener? Yes, Kitchener, Ontario. Okay. Good that's- stuff. That's not Good too town. far. I love that place. It's not too far off from Toronto. No, no. Close enough. Close enough that mom and dad won't like show up if you live in Toronto, like on ah, like a weekday. Yes. <laughs> but also close enough that you can still visit them if you miss them. <laughs> so did you get your start in stand-up or did you start your stand-up in Kitchener or did you make the trek yes. to Toronto? Okay, so it was in Kitchener. Yes, in Kitchener. Um, it's a smaller scene there, but some of the funniest people in the country live there. Okay. Um, it was fun. I started when I was 18 years old. Um, wow. Which is kind of well, kind of a weird, intimidating thing. I mean, I didn't think of it as that, but looking back, it's like, whoa, as a teenager, like, telling jokes in front of people. And, I mean, it's, it's a lot of, like, older, experienced veteran guys who would be coming through to headline and stuff. And that right. was pretty intimidating, too. So... Not that you're up against, but like you're all, you're going to be put on. The, I was put on the same shows as people I had no business being on shows with, right. and I didn't even really appreciate it that much until I got to Toronto, and I was like, I suck now. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> wow. who, did, who did I think I was? Like right. this teenager telling jokes on the same stage as like some of the best people in the country who would stop by, and then I, yeah, I got to Toronto, and I was like, jeez, I got some work to do. I like really need to hustle here and I did right. no that's cool well obviously you did because you're still doing it of course because 
if you weren't as good, you wouldn't be doing it. But your inspirations and favorite comedian growing up? That is the most common question, I think, of all time, ever. <laughs> well, people like, need to know your you, background. Everyone, I don't know. No, like, it's weird. Like, I want to say Kevin Hart, but, like, I'm not a okay. little black man. <laughs> like, I want to be, like, I, like... <laughs> what? Like, when I was, like, 16, I would go to house parties, and people would, like, I would, like, get a little buzz, and people would just get me to quote Kevin Hart, which is right. hilarious. To me, anyways, it still is. I, yeah. lo- I love quoting Kevin Hart, like, at house parties to the day. Okay, but yeah. I wouldn't say he's, like, my comedic influence, because I, we have nothing in common. <laughs> right. Like, nothing in common. <laughs> um, in terms of, I guess, an influence, because I don't want to, I want to be different. I want to stand out, and I, that's, that's not, I mean, everyone wants to stand out. Of course. But sometimes, I mean, I was talking about this with, uh, the headliner of the tour I'm on right now, Scott Belford, he's a real gem. Nice. I was talking to him about this, and Elijah Schlesinger, Schlesinger, look at that, what a name. No, I love her because she's, like, very true to herself, very authentic, right. and she doesn't, like, pretend to be anything else, like, and, and she talks about it in her book, too, about how, like, when she started doing comedy, she would try and, like, I guess, crap on other girls, and just, like, oh, like, I'm not like other girls, and, like, really? I'm, <laughs> I am not like other girls i i i can say that with full confidence but i don't have to say that just to like make myself sound cool does that make sense sure of course it does like i'm, I'm a total bro but i also like i want to have girlfriends i like having girlfriends yeah. and i think that's important especially as a, a, a comedian because you want to connect to your audience mm-hmm. and it's really challenging i mean especially when you're at the level that you're doing a lot of open mics and most of the people who are listening to your jokes are men uh, so it's like, how right. do I connect to these people? How do I make my jokes um, sound relatable to a group of people that, I mean, like to talk about masturbation a lot? <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. No, you it's ha- just like, I want to sound, but then I'll do a show where there's like a lot of women. Okay. And, and I'm not saying I don't do well with a male dominant audience, but I'll right. do a show with a lot of women and I'll find it, it that certain jokes will have that much more of a pop. Okay. Because they're like, wow, look, I related to that so much. Right. And that's what I find Eliza does for me, is that I watch her and I'm like, oh my gosh, like, that's that's totally me. No, and in terms of physical humor, I want to, I'm just a physical person, like, I talk with my hands a lot, okay. I'm like a weirdo, like, I'm, I'm just like a very physical person, <laughs> and so Jim Carrey for me is huge, like, oh. I love his stuff, Okay. because he's so silly and just like, fun doesn't take himself too seriously you know right yeah i know i love jim carrey i grew up on all his movies so like ace ventura mask all 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 his early shit i like i said i grew up with it i that's how i fell in love with him and even the in living color stuff from back in the day too well i'm i'm young how old do you think i am well by talking to you i don't know i can't really tell someone by their voice okay well if you're saying you're young i'll give you 24 22 oh. and you highballed it or lowballed it I, I'm sorry. I know everyone thinks I'm older because <laughs> I'm so mature so but how do you so I'm assuming are you more familiar with Jim Carrey's newer stuff or did you go back and watch his old stuff I went back and watched like for me it was like liar liar oh okay but in terms of like the stand up like, mm-hmm. like Ace Ventura is something that I would have to go back and watch because I mean as a kid it wouldn't have made sense to me you know right like I'm, I'm 22 so it's like that it just wasn't the time 
but I, I, yeah, I love and appreciate him so much. He's the best. Like he's one. Of, I just he's so silly, and he's one of he those is. people that you love or hate. Right. You know, like you you either watch his full act out, and you're like, okay, buddy, that was too much. Right. Right. Or you're like, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> like, okay, this is so silly, but in the have you ever seen Liar Liar? Yes, of course. So in the bloopers. There's this interaction with him, and it, it's a blooper. It's not even in the movie, but mm-hmm. he's like going back and forth with the other actress, and then they like yell one word at each other. Like, right. I don't even know what it was. Like, car, tire. Like they just yell words at each other, and then right. she yells at him, over actor. <laughs> <laughs> and then the whole crew just like dies laughing. Oh my god! And like that's funny because to some people he's overacting he's like overselling it but to me that's just like him that's who he is being awesome right like just that's how he's supposed to be he's just caring like his whole like in that movie like the pen is blue like that whole (laughs) thing when he's like toying with his body and like it's amazing oh i can't i can't say enough about jim carrey i love him very much yeah don't worry i'm a huge fan myself so well you'll only hear praise on on jim carrey from me too but when you were here in toronto so you left toronto you're in alberta now so what was the yes. what was the move to leave from t- Toronto to Alberta? Was it comedy? Uh no. <laughs> no, it oh. was not comedy. <laughs> comedy, you want to do comedy where there's more people and okay. I'm in a town of uh, nearly 100,000 people, so okay. definitely a huge change for me. Um right. Lethbridge, Alberta. Everyone is so nice. Like I That's cool. I can't speak enough about how kind every single person in this town has been to me so far. Right. Um I moved for television. I'm a TV anchor. That's right. Reporter late. <laughs> my so, goal, though, is yeah. to combine. So my background's in sports broadcasting. Oh, okay, nice. So I spent some time with the Jay and Dan show on TSN. Oh, that's cool. And so my goal is to combine comedy and sports and television and marry nice. the Nice. That's awesome. That's everything so much that like I love. Jay and Dan, but right. like me. Exactly. Of course, you want it or to like be Cabby, unique. but me, but better. Yes, Cabby's another one that does it pretty good too no i I totally understand and of course being a woman that would be fucking awesome to be i guess is there any women in canada doing that um not that i know of right i'm sure there's maybe i don't know we'll have to (laughs) check that i know of and it is a small industry so no i I would say no but maybe like (laughs) not as good as me there you go exactly there you go i mean there's women in Canada who are doing sports broadcasting yeah, very of course. well and there's yeah. women in Canada who are killer comedians top in the world yeah. but combining sports and comedy and no because there's not a lot of women in comedy there's not a lot of women in sports in sport, exactly. there's not a lot of women in media period contrary right. to what it looks like on the television the mm-hmm. numbers just aren't there if you look at the scrums in these sports um, scenarios it's just it's just not there right so if you're if you, if you report on sports what's your favorite sport to report on the Canadian Football League. Oh, man. Are you serious? I love it. And I'm so excited because our next leg of the tour is in Saskatchewan. Oh, wow. Okay. So nice. I'm going to be with my people, people that I've, I've been dying to meet for my whole life. Oh, yeah, they're diehard CFLers out there. <laughs> I love the CFL. I used to work for the CFL. I was okay. a game editor there. Nice. Um, literally, anyway, I could get my foot in the door. Like, I love football. Uh, but what about NFL? Do you enjoy NFL? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, I grew up around the NFL. But you just prefer it's kind CFL. of just like pissing me off lately, though. Okay. Just with all of the just 
politics around it. Right. Like, the CFL has a campaign right now, or this past year, it was diversity is strength. Okay. And that is just, like, so beautiful, because if you look at the CFL, it's just a concoction of people who would literally never hang out if it wasn't for football. Mm -hmm. I I mean, comedy is the same way, like... Like, Scott and I were talking about this over beers. Like, would we have ever hung out if it wasn't for comedy? Like, maybe not. And the CFL is, there's so much diversity. Like, you have a coach, maybe, who's, like, from, but hell, the southern states. And then you have some guy from Timmins, Ontario. And then you have (laughs) some guy from Chicago. And it's this concoction. Because they have to, they're obliged to have so many Canadian players on the team, right? So... You've got these people who are looking to our partners to the south. Think, I mean, I mean, I'm sure who have NFL dreams. Looking of and course. thinking, oh my gosh, like look at all that's happening in the NFL right now. I'm, I'm glad I'm in the CFL. I'm glad mm-hmm. I'm in a league that is inclusive and true. And like, I feel part of it. And my Canadian counterparts want me to be here. That it's, is true. It's, a, it's a league where the black guys hang out with the white guys, right? You know, it's not, there's no, there's not as much divide. It's, it's, it's taking the diversity and like, yeah, diversity is strength. Like as cliche as it sounds, like that's another reason why I love that league. And you know what? That's how it should be in a perfect world, right? Yes. In a perfect world. (laughs) Well, do you incorporate sports into your routine on stage? No. No? I should. I really should. That's not, that's one of my goals is to like really, I had a web series, or I, I guess I still do. I just haven't been as active on it. Called the Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. Okay. Where I would do like good, bad, and ugly sports takes, and I would try and make it funny and right. try and make like little segments, like the sports show. Okay. Okay. Um, but in terms of stand up, I do more like, like I said, I like silly. I don't like to do serious, and not that sports is serious, but yeah, yeah. sometimes it can be. I sh- what I'm saying is, I should. I really should, <laughs> but I don't. I talk about, I mean, junior hockey players and how crappy they can be sometimes. Oh, wow. but okay. <laughs> So what's the worst thing or funniest thing to ever happen to you on stage that you could recall? Uh, the worst thing? Yeah, like something like really messed up that happened to you while you were on stage. Um, well, I have two. Oh, okay, Once even better. I got, in Toronto real quick, I got flashed. By a woman or a man? Flashed me when I was on stage. Yeah, she was a drunk woman. She just <laughs> took her shirt off in front of me and I was like, not okay with that, obviously. Oh not my God. Okay. Oh my god! And she didn't even get kicked out. So Are you serious? I'm dead serious. That happened to me. Um, wow. Okay, <laughs> yeah. that's a first. Yeah. Um, in <laughs> my first year of comedy, I went to to New York oh. and I did some like just just smaller shows, bar shows, and open mics. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I actually got booked at a, a club there called the the Pit during the week. All right. And I was so excited. It was my first year of comedy. Like. It wasn't a big audience or anything. They, mm-hmm. they introduced me. Uh, the mic, as I'm exiting, yeah. the mic cord wraps around my ankle, oh my and God. I Superman dive into the audience and fall. Oh my so, God! So you I tried know. to crowd surf without them even like, knowing. I legit like I, I didn't even hit crowd. I just hit four. Oh, you wow! It was just me hitting the mic, mic hitting like the ground, me hitting the ground. It was bad. Like, oh my yeah. God. So that was my first American comedy experience, like literally wiping out off the stage. Sweet. <laughs> Did you get hurt or was everything okay? New York. <laughs> Never forget me. <laughs> did you end up hurting yourself or did you actually oh, just shrug I'm it sure off? I'm sure I had a bruise or something. Oh, okay, I, wasn't, okay. I didn't break anything. Oh, okay. I posted on Facebook after. I'm like, Aha, I told the story and then I was like, I had my big break. Right. And then everyone's like, 
please don't tell me you broke something. Oh my god, like something I would do. <laughs> <laughs> no, no healthcare. Gotta be, be careful. Being in New York, were did they start all laughing or did, were they actually concerned? The audience. Oh no, it was awkward. Like it oh wasn't, shit, like, it was. I, I wasn't able to <laughs> make it a funny thing. It was just an awkward situation, and then I just sat down, and then someone else went on stage. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. So that's something pretty bad. Oh, I, god. I, I'm having PTSD right now. I'm like, oh, it's so embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you got it out of your system nice and early. So if it happens again, you know what oh, to expect. No. I'm a, I'm a clumsy person. I'm just a clumsy. Oh yeah, re- I did a show recently, a bar show recently. Okay. Packed place. My, the mic wrapped because I'm so physical. I move around a lot, right? Right, right. Okay. The mic wrapped around a full beer and just took it out. What? Smashed everywhere halfway through my set. Oh my god. And I was doing well. Oh my god! Yeah. So, what what is your biggest fear of happening on stage, or have you already experienced it? My biggest fear, um, I don't know, bombing <laughs> in well, front of like a big group. I guess that makes sense. Well, speaking because veteran comics, I'm like I'm newer at this, right? So, right. so someone who's been in the game for a really long time isn't really as afraid to bomb. I wouldn't say because True. it's just like. That's like, you get over it, you know? Like, you got good sets, you got bad sets. Yeah, but yeah. I take every set, like, really, really hard. Like, every set for me, I'm at a point right now where I feel like I need to impress someone at every set. And if I don't mm. do that, I'm making a bad impression on myself. So, say I have a really, really bad set, right. that's my biggest fear. I'm more afraid of having a really bad set than I am of spilling a beer or falling and having oh, wow. a good set. Oh, there you go. I guess that makes sense. Because that's just clumsy me being an idiot but like right. when it comes to like my actual talents like i i want to be impressive i want to stand out so do you would you rather perform in front of i guess strangers or people you know what's easier strangers. for you strangers right strangers 100%. yeah 100% that, that, strangers i don't want people i know to watch me do comedy <laughs> my parents haven't even seen me oh are you serious yeah never i and like it's not even that i i'm super raunchy i just right. don't want that like it's just weird i don't know i mean yeah we did uh grand prairie alberta last night and i had a few friends come in the audience and they're like texting me and stuff and it just like it puts a weird kind of i don't know because you know somebody's watching and it just adds that extra thing so yeah definitely strangers as strange as possible so i never see them again (laughs) (laughs) well that's true right because then even if you f F up like you said it it doesn't really matter because you'll never see them again exactly so what's being Much a, like online dating. <laughs> wow. Well, nowadays, yeah, that's true. Yeah. But as being a comic, obviously you travel, you, you go through your, I, well, even right now we're talking as you're traveling, right? Yeah. Do you enjoy the yeah, aspect I, of traveling? Do you like staying in hotels and being on the road? Or is that something that just comes with, I guess, per se, the job? Um, as I said, I, because I'm, I'm newer at this. It's exciting for me now. Okay. Like I'm at a point where I'm like really, really excited to, to travel and to explore new places and, you know, to, 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 to you know, drink with my friends. Cause that's what comedy is a workplace, but it's fun. Like, you know, like right. afterwards, like you get to like hang out with comics, like fun people. I mean, a lot of times they have like, it's a hotbed of mental health issues. That's a whole <laughs> other TED talk. Right. But, I mean, like, comics are, it's, it's fun. Like, I'm having fun right now. As a 22-year-old, I'm like, I'm exploring. I'm getting to see Canada. Like, I'm getting to see a part of Canada that I I've, would never maybe 
go to if it wasn't for comedy. Or I would, but I'd go to a Riders game. (laughs) But right now it's fun. But when I look at my life and when I look at my goals Mm -hmm. for um, for in the next ten years, I don't want to be driving to Grand Prairie on a Wednesday. Gotcha. Yeah. Like we we did nine hours yesterday and then nine hours today. That's crazy. So it's crazy. I. I I would rather somebody pay me to go on a plane <laughs> of to do that same show. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I want to still do it, but maybe in a different capacity. Because say I'm married, I don't know my life, but like yeah. say I get married, say I have kids, I don't I don't want to leave that to go drink in Grand Prairie on a Wednesday <laughs> for a casino. Like I I love comedy and I love doing the crowds and I right. love entertaining people. But when I look at it's a grind. Like of course. It, it's a grind. It, it's hard on your body. It's hard on your family. Like, yeah, I don't. I just don't see that for myself in my thirties. So I want to be financially secure enough and just secure enough in my career that I'm mm-hmm. I'm able to be more flexible with and choose when I'm able to leave and come back. Well, the reason why I bring up traveling. So um, obviously, everyone stayed in a hotel. But when you go into a hotel room, you expect it to be empty and nobody be in there because it's your hotel room. Like you get the the swipe card nowadays from the concierge and then you go upstairs, you do all your stuff, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Now, imagine walking in and you see someone standing there butt naked standing in front of the TV. <laughs> okay. What would you do? Like, you're a single woman. Would- you're on the road. You never know. What if the person's good looking? Would you stay? Would you entertain it? Would you leave? Would you be freaked out? What do you mean? A person? <laughs> like a real what, person? A like a random person? No. Okay, well, here's the whole backstory. Yeah, so, okay. Are you talking about the naked man from How I Met Your Mother? <laughs> Are you trying to ask me if I would fall for the naked man from How I Met Your Mother? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Classic. I'm glad you know that reference. Good, because I've watched it. No. You know what? It's sort of like that, but no, no, no. It Is was, that what you're trying to say? No, it wasn't on purpose, though. So, um, I don't know who it was. S- someone checked into a hotel, and the, like I said, the front desk gave them the key, everything. They went up to the room. The room was supposed to be empty, but the front desk fucked up and gave them a key already with a room that had a person inside. So, that person was just there, I guess, airing themselves out, watching TV, whatever people do in hotel rooms. Didn't know any better, and yeah. some else, someone else walks in, and there you go. <laughs> That's how it happened. Okay, so what I was saying is, imagine... You walking into a room like that and you have a guy just standing there naked, not his fault. He's doing his thing because he's in a hotel room and you walk in and he's naked. And just like I said, if you're single, if nothing's going on, maybe it's the right time of day. Maybe you had a few drinks. Who knows? No one's here to judge. Would you entertain <laughs> in staying or would you just leave? This question. <laughs> no, I'm screaming and running. What are you talking about? That's insane. <laughs> Well, like I said, no one's here to judge. It's different if it's like, okay, the naked man on How I Met Your Mother. It's like, <coughs> oh, shit. oh, like you're already naked. Like, ha ha, would you fall for that? <sighs> that is no. a question I don't think I can answer. Right. Because I'm not in that position. But if it's a stranger <laughs> and I'm walking into a room and the person's naked, no. Why not? It would have to be like J.J. Watt for like <laughs> for this answer to be different. <laughs> See, that's, and that, uh, that was going to be my lead-up question. What would be your ideal person to be standing there naked where you would say it's okay? So yours is J.J. Watt. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not know. taking any questions at this time. <laughs> <laughs> Pass. Although, J.J. Watt is probably the ideal genetic anomaly human being to ever exist. Well, speaking of anomalies and 
I guess, well, out of this world human beings, are, are, are you into like, not really conspiracies, but like space and the whole what's going on with flat earthers and aliens and soul cold and so forth? I'm so disconnected from that. Oh, you no. don't know anything, the do you? The idea of space, like literally it's called space. So that <laughs> means that like, I don't even smoke marijuana. Okay. But like, this is probably why I don't. Because oh my God. it's like the idea of space to me is so like, I can't wrap, I just can't wrap my brain around it. It's just too much, like so, you said, it's just space, right? Just, it's space. It's nothing. It's literally billions and billions of light years of nothingness. I can't wrap my mind around that. Because I, like, uh, so Sarah Silverman mm-hmm. has a, her comedy special is called A Speck of Dust. Okay. Which essentially is what all, us humans are on Earth. Mm-hmm. Just well, a speck yeah. of dust. We're it's literally true. nothing. So yeah. I, I just, I can't wrap my mind around space now. Well, okay. Well, I'm a huge space guy and everyone else who listens to the show that sometimes I go on my space rants about certain stuff and that I find cool. But I don't know if you'll find this cool or if you'll find it scary or if you even give two shits about it. But, again, you don't know what's going on out there, but apparently last year, a cigar-shaped object, let's say, floated by Earth in space, right? And now that they've analyzed it and it's taken a year to take a look at it and everything, everyone thought it was just like a little flat asteroid or something that flies by Earth. But apparently now they're saying, the speculation is, and it's come out, that it's a theory that it could be an alien vessel that came by and probed Earth. Are you asking me if I believe in aliens? And that was going to, uh, yes, again, my lead-up question. Do I you... I believe that it's not possible for there not to be another source of life outside of Earth, but I don't know what that is. Right. So, like, whether if it's a plant or a living being, I okay, can obviously fair. answer that for you. Right, right. But yes, I do believe that the universe is just too vast to not have some sort of life far away from us. Well, I it, never really think about these things. I don't know. Maybe I should. I should start smoking weed. Well, there, uh, you hit it on the like, nose. Cause I, I, I'm a, yeah, uh, like, there's something. There's got to be. It's, it's far enough away. But I also feel like we're, we would be the more simple-minded species. Thank, well, that if there was another type of life outside right. of Earth, they would be much further um, advanced than we would be technologically and they probably wouldn't want even want to touch us because they're like oh what what are these simple-minded people they're waiting right. for us to be smart enough that they can interact with us and that's on a higher level see for someone who doesn't follow all this shit you, you that's one of the theories that floats around where because people I like ted talks and i like oh. reading and knowing about things but no i'm not a space person my sister would be a great person to ask <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, how about this? Okay, these two things don't go hand in hand. But if you don't know about these two things, then obviously you're not a human. So you know who Bill Gates is, I assume. I do know who Bill okay. Gates is. Yes. You know what a toilet is, I assume. Yes, I know what a toilet is. Okay, perfect. <laughs> so, for some odd reason, Bill Gates is on a mission now to reinvent the toilet that could save billions and billions of dollars and the ecosystem for Earth. How do you feel about this? Sorry, what? He's trying to re... To reinvent the toilet. So making it... So, so in other words, it doesn't run on water. It ru- like it decomposes, I guess, your whatever you put into it. And then it spits it out in some form where it's pure. You could decompose it again somewhere else. And it's no emissions, no nothing, and no water needed. And he's on a mission to create this thing and have it worldwide. 
Olivia Bill. <laughs> that sounds pretty cool. I didn't know that, actually. Yeah, good for him. See, but I'm still waiting for the Japanese toilets to come over here, because that's still not a thing here uh, in North America. Yeah, I don't know if I can handle that. <laughs> that's a little much for me. It's a little too much communication in the in the loo for me. Well, uh, you know what else that has uh, always fascinated me is Europe in the bidet. Yes. Like, they got... Because we think it's gross that they have bidets. And they think it's gross that we don't have bidets. Do you think it's gross? See, well, you're talking to... that we don't? Well, here's the thing. I sort of lived in Portugal for a year, and my parents are Portuguese. But I was born here in Canada, right? You sort of lived in Portugal? So I sort of lived in Portugal for a bit, and I dealt (laughs) with dealing with a bidet. And I could see both sides of the story. But if I had a choice, why not have a bidet? Why not? What's wrong with that? I, I agree. I think it makes us cleaner. Thank you, right? What's wrong with being cleaner? Oberson has a joke in the Degenerate special, um, his 30 minutes, right? uh, on Netflix right now, about how women, men, (laughs) I can't believe I'm saying this. Go for it. (laughs) How women don't know that they always have toilet paper on their private parts. Oh, God. like, we just didn't tell you. Like, we just, like, it's always there. We just, like, didn't tell you. And he's just, like, five minutes on toilet paper on private parts oh and my i feel God. like we could avoid that problem if we all had a bidet thank you right see i'm even on some people find, okay i don't do this personally but i understand people who do it because i don't have the time to do this every time i go to the washroom people when they go to the washroom then take a shower right after so they could be extra clean like i understand that that's how it should always be because if you yeah. think if you think about it it's just a piece of paper are you like it's still lit there like if you like I don't want to get into the depths of it, no pun intended, right. but... you're getting heated, man. You're getting heated. Maybe flip the switch. I should calm down. <laughs> well, speaking on speaking of gross, you know, being a Canadian, you know the chain No Frills grocery stores, correct? I know about No Frills, yes. Okay. Now, this is I'm gross. I'm a Canadian comedian, remember. I shop at No Frills. So oh, well... I'm their market. Well, this might, this might change your mind now. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, is it the mouse and the, yes. the bread? Yes. I heard about that. Right? Yeah, no, my mind's not changed. Really? <laughs> no. Oh, I'm sorry. If there is a deal, I am going to no frills still. I'm not boycotting shit. <laughs> oh, my God. But if you think about you it. Give me- you like if I was this person? Okay, now this is going a little bit too far because everyone knows I'm I'm cheap. Like I rant on the show about being cheap, and I'm very fr- frugalist, as they say. Then you should be with me right now. <laughs> I know, right? But I, if I, that was me, I'd be like, okay, come on, there's a mouse in here. You got to give me some sort of deal, at least half off this bread or something. <laughs> oh no, I'm suing. Like I'm still like. Oh, you'd go okay. that far. I'm not. <laughs> if I have a mouse in my bread, I'm suing. Like I know it sounds American of me, but that's. That's, that goes with band-aids, toes, fingernails. Like, that goes with anything. Like, I'm, I'm getting my money's worth. Like, you're giving me unlimited PC points for life. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, <laughs> it's true. Gross. Oh, PC points. Like, no, I'm still shopping there. Like, you don't, because you go to a restaurant, you don't know what's going on oh. in the kitchen. It's almost like if you don't know, it can't hurt you kind of thing. Oh. Like, I'm fine with it. Oh, I know what Maybe goes my on. My mind will change when I can afford to go to Zares. <laughs> but we'll see. Oh, don't worry. I know what goes on in kitchens. I used to work in a kitchen too in my younger days. And I also used to make ice cream. And there's a big reason why I don't eat oh, ice cream no, no, anymore. No, 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 no. Ice cream is my favorite food. Please don't tell 
Okay. I won't tell you. I'm actually begging you not to tell me. No, no. I I won't say anything. Don't worry. Okay, good, good. All I'll say is you're you're safe. Don't worry. It's nothing like that really bad. It's but. Oh, thank God. Okay, good. But no, no, no. See, you don't let me finish. I'm the sort of person that when I make something, I can't eat it. So if I was to cook, I wouldn't be able to eat. I don't enjoy it. I don't know why. Because the whole process of seeing it from raw to being cooked, I don't know, just throws me off. And I can't get over it. So to me, I'm like you. If I don't see it, what's going on in the kitchen, I don't give a fuck. You want to drop that patty on the floor? If it still tastes good, I'm still eating it. <laughs> I mean, I care. I would just rather not know. Well, yeah, exactly. Out of sight, <laughs> out of mind, right? Yeah, no, I got you. I got you. <laughs> well, what about this? So that, that was popular this past week. What about this guy? I don't know if you're this. This guy who married or so-called married a fucking hologram in Japan. He married a hologram? A hologram. Like a yeah, physical that's hologram. Pretty weird. Um, I also heard a story about a guy who wants to change his birthday, like his age. Thank he wants you. Wants to identify as a different age. You know what? I just pulled Did up. Did you hear about that? I have it right here in queue. Nine-year-old man from like England, and he wants to identify as like a thirty-year-old man or something. So here's the story. I had it queued up and ready to go. You see, see how good I am, and this not even editing was you involved here. Have it? Uh, so that was your next question. It was. It actually was. I figured so. Yeah, that's baloney. <laughs> you know what? I don't because like, it that says. And the hologram thing are dumb. <laughs> like what? <laughs> so we'll go back to the hologram thing. Yeah. Sixty-nine-year-old man. People like that that allow like super super right-wing people to be like, "Where does this end?" <laughs> Thank you. And I have that conversation Welcome all the time. Welcome our dogs. <laughs> I know, right? It's so I don't true. Know. I just think there's gonna be loony people everywhere. Like. Anything that A and E puts out is like <laughs> oh, those types of people that would be on those clickbait articles. Like yeah, I saw true. a girl who on online. This is on I think Teen Vogue posted this. Big okay. fan of Teen Vogue. Shout out to them. There you go. Uh, they posted about a girl who has is is planning on marrying a spirit, wow. like a ghost. Oh, okay, isn't that messed up? And she talks about, like, in this article, she, she discusses, like, sexual encounters that she's had with wow. other spirits. And that, like, this one's, like, her true love. But she's actually been with human men before. Right. She prefers the spirits. So it's, hmm. like, there's loonies everywhere. Yeah, that's what I said. I don't know where it ends. Like, we open the floodgates for everything. Yeah. Like, I understand everything. Like, everyone wants to be themselves. Everyone wants, you know, whatever. And if you're not harming anyone, so be it. But... To go and flaunt yeah. it, to go and like demand it, like okay, for example, the man—he was sixty-nine years old, and he wants to identify as a forty-five-year-old man because he feels like he's a forty-five. So he wants to literally go and get his, his birth certificate or whatever they have over there in England changed, so it reflects that he's forty-five. But then you're changing the day you were born on. That makes no sense. So I don't know. No, understand. that's because there's there's great area, there's a lot of great areas in life. Of course. But there's certain things that are just absolute truths. Oh, the uh, sky is blue. James Franco is the better looking Franco. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there's, there's certain things that are absolute truths. <coughs> I'll take that one to my grave. See, but, okay. I get, I, my sister and I are very close. We used to live together in Toronto. Okay, nice. And we used to have one argument, mm-hmm. and that was, who's the hotter Franco brother? Oh my like, we would get into, like, heated debates where we would almost like punch each other in the face because she thinks it's dave and it's clearly james it's just it's very frustrating <laughs> <laughs> i can see as that being a problem now i know why you don't bother with space problems because you're dealing with these type of problems <laughs> exactly 
Absolute truth. <laughs> okay. You're absolutely the age you are. You are, you know? Well, it, well, exactly. Thank you. You are what you are. Age is one of those things. Well, Gender's different. Well, and same age, thing with... You're with... going to read it. Age and gender are different things. That's a whole new... Yeah, that's something else. But what about the people who want to change like their race? So a white guy saying that he's Filipino. No, that's stupid. Okay, thank you. I'm no. on that boat too. No, okay, you're good. white, you're you're white. You're absolutely white. You can't identify. And it's a trend now. I have you. I don't know if you've seen this on Instagram. Mm. It's white men and women okay. doing blackface, but it's not like... What? It's not even like they're doing blackface. Okay. It's that they're doing their makeup and hair so they look like a black person. And it's very, very... Oh, um, wow. Convincing. Okay. It doesn't look like this blackface you see, and you're like, okay, that is yeah. so bad. That is awful. <laughs> of course. People, it's, it's, it's like they're doing blackface, but it's also like it's done so sneakily that mm. they change everything about them to look like a black person, and right. it's or an Asian person. Yeah, yeah. And it's like so offensive. Yeah, it's true. I didn't like even I was think just tanned. I'm like, no, you're a racist piece of shit. Like that's terrible. <laughs> Well, okay, let's go back to this guy who married a hologram. So, okay, my whole thing is I don't blame the person because obviously the person needs some kind of help. You know who I do blame? The 40 people who fucking attended the ceremony and were there supporting him doing this. Oh, my gosh. Those are the people I think who have a fucking problem. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. But that's just weirdos. That's like <sighs> every person from your high school that read those backwards books sitting down eating their lunch in the hallway. Like, that's who marries a hologram. And it's so horrible because apparently this hologram is sort of like like have you seen that movie who was like Scarlett Johansson was like a Siri type? What country was this in? This was in Japan, and here's the kicker part: he was 16 oh. years old. Well, you know what? Good for him. He found love before I did. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, the Japanese great people, great people, but that is pretty fucked up. <laughs> Uh, it, well, as well, let's stay on on the Japanese fucked up bandwagon here for a little bit. Not to bash them or anything, but I always go on these rants too, where certain people shouldn't be doing certain jobs if they're not qualified to be doing it. Like m- my whole big one, like being here in Canada. What you don't like female firefighters? Oh fuck off, okay, no let's man. Get into this. No, <laughs> no, no, let's get into this. No, so you could see my side of the story. No, no, it's not not nothing like. And if oh, women aren't fun. No, hey, that's what the show's all about. Have fun. But um, in Japan, okay, no, my rants. That's right. The one I usually do big on because obviously being in Canada, you get a little, a lot of telemarketers. A big reason why I got rid of my home phone because that's at one point that's all who was calling me was just telemarketers. And I don't understand either telemarketers who can't speak a word of English or don't understand a word of English and you're on the phone, what should be only two minutes, takes up 20 minutes. So I'm sort of the guy, stay in your lane if you can't do it and let other people do what they're supposed to be doing type of thing. And this is just perfect of what I'm saying here. So the head of Japanese cybersecurity has never, ever, ever used a computer once in his life and didn't know what a USB drive was. Okay. So should he be the what head? Does that have to do with telemarketers? No, should he? Mean? He's the head of the Japanese cybersecurity, and he's never used a computer in his life. What the fuck does he know about cybersecurity? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know anything about cybersecurity. Maybe he just has a lot of money. 
and maybe that's the thing. But th- these are the Sometimes rants. Money is power. But these are the rants I like to go on on my show because I just don't understand <laughs> how. I don't know if, this, if that's what keeps you up at night, buddy. You know what? It actually does. It does sometimes. I don't get it. I'm there scratching my head saying, how the fuck does someone not know? That would be, uh, I don't know, fuck. Like me being the Pope right now. Take a deep breath. Have a cookie. Put some milk in it. Oh, now you brought up milk. Now I got to bring this. Are you a Sour Patch Kids fan? Uh, Skittles over Sour Patch Kids. Well, do you know that there's now going to be available for a limited time in Canada, Sour Patch Kids cereal. Would you uh, like to try some Sour Patch Kids cereal? What? Yep. They are dropping a Sour Patch Kids cereal for December for a limited time at Walmart. That's terrible. Right? Have you ever seen the movie? I love movies. Like, I love movies. Oh, perfect. This reminds me of that. Okay. Um, Daddy Daycare with Eddie Murphy. Yeah, of course. There's this, they work for a cereal company and they're trying to market it like... Um, I don't know why I'm explaining Daddy Daycare to you, but it's really funny to me. Still, Go ahead, explain. That movie is still funny to me. Right. But um, they're trying to market like really unhealthy food um, to the kids. And okay. they're like, oh, no, but like we want to – Eddie Murphy's like, no, we want it to be healthy. So right. him and his buddy dress up as broccoli and a carrot. Okay. And it's really funny. And then the kids end up beating them up. Just go watch Daddy Daycare is what I wanted you to get into that. <laughs> but, yeah. I don't have kids, so I mean that—that that means nothing to me. <laughs> you know what? I'm I'm on the same that boat. That's delicious to me, but like, <laughs> that sucks for people who have kids. <laughs> but does it really sour and you milk? Get, you're not reaching your audience, man. To me, that that sounds delicious on a, a night after drinking. But oh. I mean, <laughs> for someone with kids, that's terrible. You want to give them—I don't know—gluten-free cashy. <laughs> What do these kids eat these days? I don't fucking know. They're peanut aller- butter. They're allergic to everything. No, you can't have peanut butter. You're allergic. Oh, no. Not those. No. I don't know then. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> yeah, that right? people who have kids. That's, just, <laughs> that's a them problem. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know how you would like it, though. Like, I don't like my milk sour. To me, when milk goes sour, it's bad. So why would you physically make it sour by putting Sour Patch Kids in it? If I didn't like it, I would say it's gross. Oh, well. I guess. I guess to each his own. Yeah. I don't know. Like, Cinnamon Toast Crunch is the best cereal ever. You know, it is. It just is. I agree. That is a very good cereal. But my preference is um, honey... No. Uh, apple, put, like, apple Cinnamon Cheerios is good. I like that one. Bread. Put butter on it. And then put cinnamon sugar over it. And it tastes like Cinnamon Toast Crunch. It's delicious. Oh, so you could just make it yourself. Cinnamon Toast. It's, well. Exactly. <laughs> It's actually cinnamon toast. You think that I was on drugs all the time. <laughs> hey, but you know what? By the sounds of it, you don't need to be on drugs. <laughs> okay. Um, what about... Okay, you said you're a big uh, movie fan. What's your favorite movie of all time? Movie of all time? Remember the Titans. Wow. Oh, that's right. You're a big football 100%. fan too. Yeah, Remember that the makes Titans. Sense. Ryan Gosling in that movie. I just love that he's a human in that movie. Um, Denzel Washington. Oh my gosh. Like, killer. <laughs> Yeah, I've, I've been, been saying his name wrong my whole life too. What do you mean? How are you? How are you saying it? I've been saying Denzel Washington. Denzel? No, Denzel. Denzel. Oh wow. Denzel Washington. My whole life, and I just haven't. Cha- I've just been ignorant and just like haven't changed it, and I probably will never. That's terrible. Like unless I meet him, and I'll be, I'll just be like Mr. Washington. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't. I can't say it. 
See, you're assuming you'll say something. You'll be so caught up and you'll have something yeah. in your throat. You won't be able to say anything and he'll just walk yeah. by. Remember the Titans. And my favorite comedy movie, which yeah. I know is going to get judged in this car right now, uh -oh. um, is The Other Guys with Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg. Okay, that's not Every a bad movie. Every line in that movie to me is comedy gold. Every line. Oh, Even wow. the underrated ones. Just like the little tidbits of, oh, that movie is so funny to me. It's not a bad movie. Did, did they make a... People crap on it all the time. They're like, Step Brothers is way better. I'm like, yeah, it's oh, fine. But the yeah. other guys, love it. Did they end up making a part two to the other guys? No, and I hope they don't. Oh, okay. Because the, the, the first one's just so good. The Rock's in it. Samuel L. Jackson's in it. That's like, right. Okay. Now I know which one you're talking so about. so good. Yes, yes, yes. Actually, it's not a bad movie. People shouldn't shit on no, you for that. No, but to me, it's like, you know what the most underrated movie of all time is? What's that? Shrek. Shrek. And everyone's like, no, it's not. It gets so much recognition. I'm like, no, it needs to be up there with like Sound of Music. Like, oh, wow. Shrek to me is like the most underrated movie of all time. Oh my god! So what's the worst movie? It's, like it's generational. Like Shrek is like the best movie. Oh, it's so good. What would you say is your least favorite movie that everyone loves? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I like all movies. Oh, you're not biased at all, huh? No, I, I, I don't know. I'll probably think about it later. I'll, it'll keep me up at night that I couldn't think of it on the spot, and then <laughs> I'll think of it later. But yeah, I, I don't know. I don't have an answer for that one. You know what? If you think of it before I air this, then you could send me yep. a side note, and then I would just edit it in. Like we said, we'll put it in post. <laughs> <laughs> I'll send you voice memos like, that movie is... <laughs> <laughs> and it'll be pure robotic. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, Ainsley, I usually like to end the show with a little fun game. It's either the dumb law game or the word game. And this week you have the, the privilege or the sorrow of playing the word game, which I explained to you before we went on air, so I don't need to explain it again. So in other words, I just pull up a word from the dictionary and you guess what year it was put in the dictionary from the three options I give you. So it'll be best of three. So if you get the first one wrong, you still have a chance to so-called win this priceless game okay okay so let's slow, start off slow reward. I like it. let's start off with i guess a word that i guess we still use this today sure the word is retro was it 1972 1987 or 1995 87 1972 believe it or not uh i was it could have been either I know it was the 90s, but it sounds like an 80s word, though, retro, Thank you. isn't it? That's, that's, what, that's what threw me off a bit, because I'm like, well, speaking of retro, when we say retro, we, well, again, my right. generation, when we say retro, we usually mean the 80s and 70s, so I don't know what right. retro was used in the 70s. I'm comfortable with the L on that one. Okay, perfect. All right. Second one. Let's see. 3D printing. Is it? 3D not, printing? Yes. Okay. 3D printing. 1992? 2001 or 2010? Oh. 92. You got it. Yes. 1992. I couldn't Bronze believe... and brains. I can't woo, believe woo. 3D printing was around back in the 90s. I thought that was more of just a recent thing where it's the whole on the rage. But I guess I'm wrong. I would have got that one wrong. So I'm impressed you got that one right. So yeah, you are doing pretty good here. All right, the last one. 
this is more, I guess, a, a generational thing for you because this wasn't around when I was growing up. Okay. The, the word is sexting. Is it the year 2000, 2005, or 2010? Um, 2005. And you got it correct. You went two for one. Yes. That makes sense. I guess so. Well, well, yeah, right? Because 2000, had ex- I don't know if it was, no, it wouldn't have existed yet. 2005 was probably the peak sexting era. No, not era. It's probably now. It's probably now. Like, yeah. Maybe that's when the first dick pick went flying out was in 2005 and they had to put a name on it. So they named it sexting. <laughs> Did even did they even have pictures back in the day on phones? No, I don't think you could send pictures back in the day on phones. But uh, again, I don't know if you could. You probably had to pay a lot of money. It's like, girl, that was a fifteen cent photo. It's true. When I first had a cell phone, you had to pay for all that extra shit. The only thing you had was was just to call someone because back in the day we used to call people when we wanted to talk to someone. <laughs> How yes. times have changed. How Those times have changed. Days. Yes, uh, yeah, I'm old. Sorry. On that note. You have anything to plug? Where you'll be? What you have going on? Social media? Anything you want to tell the people? Anything that I want to tell the people? Anything. Well, I'm on tour right now. I'm opening for a really funny guy. His name's Scott Belford. Um, we're just, you know, driving around Western Canada like a couple of butts, <laughs> having a grand old time. We're actually having so much fun. Um, we started in Grand Prairie. We're going to Saskatoon and Regina, as well as a town called Borden nice. um, in Saskatchewan. So I don't know what you're following in Saskatchewan is, but, you know, if anyone's listening, <laughs> if anybody out there has... I'm sure I have a couple of listeners out there somewhere. We'll be on tonight um, and then this weekend. So, yeah. Um, otherwise, my Instagram is mm-hmm. Ainsley McPhail, which is my name. And there you go. And that's where you could find her. And as for me, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Finger Styles. The podcast DAP is the Twitter handle for the podcast. Email is the podcast DAP at gmail.com. iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, SoundCloud, EMZT Radio, Pod Bros Network, and poppyapparel.com. Go shop there. Use promo code THE PODCAST, capital D. And finally, we have merch.com. Buy something nice. Christmas is coming. Black Friday is coming. I don't have a sale, but still, buy something nice if you still want to buy something. Anything else to add? Ainsley, you good? No, thank you so much for listening to me talk about cinnamon toast. Which which or may not be in this actual episode. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, who knows? You'll have to slide into my DMs. Just kidding, don't. <laughs> that was not an invitation, strangers. <laughs> That's it. You screwed up now. <laughs> you 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 fucked up right at the end. You're doing so well. Now you're gonna get a bunch of random dick pics. Yeah. Oh, that's what it is. <laughs> On that note, she's Ainsley. I'm Steve. This is the podcast. Peace.